spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. And away we go another week here on the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the pod most everywhere you find your podcast, including the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And you can find me on the air, on the radio, each and every weekday, 12 noon, on Orlando's News at Noon with Scott Inez, right there at WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Outside of Orlando, you can tune me in right there in the WDBO app. All right, let's get it going here. Now that the second Senate impeachment trial of Donald J. Trump is over with, we can move on to more pressing matters. Seriously, I, having been trained as a journalist, I'm always challenging myself to see and hear both sides of a story. And I also have common sense. Something that is not so common today. I have common sense, and I can tell you that this second impeachment was just as much of a farce as the first one was. I mean, come on. Let's tell it like it is. Intent is a very, very difficult thing to prove. The Democrats found that out during the so-called Senate trial, and yes, we heard the president over and over and over again on the videotape saying, fight like hell. But I thought it was a brilliant strategy by the Trump defense team to roll their videotape on how many times Democratic lawmakers, even Joe Biden, uttered that same phrase. The bottom line is this. January 6th, the U.S. Capitol riot was a shame. It was a black mark on the Trump presidency. There's no doubt about it. But come on now. Come on. I mean, even the FBI has stated that certain groups had plans of breaching the Capitol that day, long before the president made that speech. Plus, here's the deal. The man is not president anymore. What don't you understand about this? The man is not president anymore. Okay, enough of the farce already. Enough of the political theater. We've got to move on. And I think the disappointing thing about all this is the Democrats will be hell-bent on trying to make all of us conservatives out to be a bunch of, of QAnon, white supremacist, racist, hayseed nutjobs. Like, they are going to try to quell dissent. And if you think that's a good idea in a democracy, you are totally and utterly wrong. All right, that's all I really want to say about impeachment 2.0. I stayed away from it last week because to me it was an absolute joke. Now that it's over with, I mentioned it, let's move on. All right, so today I want to talk about a guy I referred to on this podcast a few months ago as a big jerk. And that is the dishonorable governor of the great state of New York, the Emmy Award-winning, book-writing, Andrew Cuomo. The man must be booted from office immediately. How many months now have we been saying it? And the guy in the meantime is writing his books. He's picking up his Emmy Awards. It really is astounding. It's astounding. Andrew Cuomo's decision to send hospitalized COVID-positive seniors back, back to their nursing homes and assisted living facilities in the state of New York very likely led to deaths of thousands of people, thousands of people. You know the story by now. More than 9,000 people who had tested positive for COVID-19 were, under the esteemed governor's orders, sent back to these facilities. 
Now, some would say, well, this happened at the beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, we really weren't sure. We weren't educated. We really didn't know the extent of how deadly the virus was, especially to the elderly at that point. That's BS. That is flat out BS. We knew then what we know now. And Andrew Cuomo knew full well what he was doing. He knew how transmissible and how deadly this thing was, especially for those with underlying conditions and the elderly. It was a catastrophic decision. I mean, I'm going back in time. This has to be one of the worst, if not the worst decision I've ever seen made by an American politician. The state of New York has said that more than 8,600 people died from the COVID-19 virus in nursing homes alone. Many of those undoubtedly infected because of Governor Cuomo's order. Now, the attorney general in New York State, Letitia James, said in a report last month that the true total is actually thousands higher than the 8,600 people that we know about. And the malfeasance gets worse. The New York Post reported last week that a top aide for the governor, Melissa DeRosa, said while speaking to a group of New York Democratic lawmakers that the Cuomo administration rebuffed earlier requests from the Justice Department and the state legislature for updated figures for deaths in nursing homes because of fear of a potential federal investigation. Can you say political cover-up? That's exactly what this was. He was negligent. It was gross negligence, and he tried to cover it up. Now, if true, okay, if true, this guy authorized the cover-up of his activities to avoid potential political and even legal exposure. This is unbelievable. And by the way, going back to Melissa DeRosa here, on that conference call in question last week, the, the conference call that I just mentioned, she issued an apology, but she issued the apology not to the families, not to the families who lost loved ones in this mess. No, no, not to the families. She was apologizing to the state Democrat lawmakers for exposing them to political attacks from the right. Yes, you heard me right. You heard Olanez says right. She apologized to the politicians instead of the families of those thousands of people who perished at the hands of Andrew Cuomo. I'm going to apologize for the politicians who were inconvenienced a little bit. Forget about the families. Forget about the families. It's unreal. And if you've been following this story, you know that Governor Cuomo has blamed everybody else besides himself. He's blamed the New York Post. He's blamed Fox News. He's blamed the media. And by the way, speaking of Fox News, Janice Dean, who works for Fox, her mother-in-law and father-in-law both died while in the care of a New York state nursing home. I got to tell you, and I've seen plenty of interviews with Janice Dean over the last few months. I admire her. I admire her for her initiative, her bravery. She even says to this day, she's not a political person, but I admire her as she continues to try to make the news media aware of the incredible dereliction of duty and the eventual cover-up by Andrew Cuomo. Way to go, Janice Dean. And who knows, if it's not for Janice Dean and the New York Post and some in conservative media, the mainstream media probably wouldn't have even picked this up. And we'll talk about that coming up. But I I think I would hope that finally Andrew Cuomo realizes that despite the book he wrote during COVID, apparently he had a lot of time during COVID. He wrote a book during COVID, despite the Emmy he received from his Hollywood buddies during the pandemic, 
He's run out of options now. I mean, late last week, he was at the White House meeting with President Biden, and he actually snuck out the back door to avoid the media crush. So the media is on to him. Finally, finally, the media is on to him. And, and that's been the case since the story was brought to light. The media has has acted interested in this. And by the way, very interesting to see that, you know, minus the CNNs and the MSNBCs, of course. By the way, Chris Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's bro, Chris Cuomo of CNN, apparently has not talked about this story yet. I wonder why. I wonder why. Probably won't because the dude is a two-bit cheesy media hack. That's all he is. But it's very interesting to see that even the Washington Post now, the Washington Post has called for Andrew Cuomo to either resign or be removed from his office. I think that's really interesting because typically the liberal media is going to protect their own. But even they, even they could not ignore this story like they ignored the Hunter Biden story in the New York Post. They couldn't ignore it because of the sheer magnitude and the sheer incompetence of this story. I mean, we're talking about failing to protect the most vulnerable of our society. Now, the question becomes why? Why did Governor Cuomo make the move to put those COVID positive people back in nursing homes and assisted living facilities in the state of New York? It's one of three things, okay? It's sheer incompetence. That would not surprise me knowing Andrew Cuomo. It's sheer arrogance. That, again, would not surprise me about Andrew Cuomo. Or he's trying to protect his big money donor buddies, the CEOs of these hospitals that he was trying to keep these people out of. I don't know which one of the three it is. It could be a combination of all three. I don't know. But the man should have the decency to step aside in disgrace. Is he going to do that? No, (laughs) no, he's not. If there's one thing that we learned about Andrew Cuomo over the last few months, it's this. He's going to continue to be arrogant And he's going to continue to deny, deny, deny. Therefore, we've heard the term impeachment now for two years in Washington. Impeachment processes that have been farces. This one would not. This one would be just. An impeachment of Andrew Cuomo as the governor of New York would not be a farce. Instead, it would be just. It would be the right move to make. Get Andrew Cuomo out of office for one of the worst decisions ever made by an American politician. That'll do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Again, you can catch me on the air, on the radio, on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando and on the WDBO app every weekday at 12 noon for Orlando's News at Noon. We'll see you next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.